Okay, so I'm going to cut right to the chase here because this podcast blessed me so much. I want to do the same for you ASAP. Demetria is a light, a person who I um, know from so many tangibles has invested in pursuing Jesus in such a way that her life is a living testimony to his presence, his voice, and his spirit. And so you're going to have to hang on tight because this conversational ride will have you stripping off conventionalism, trepidation, and fear, confusion over your identity, and lack of vision. And I think right now, with all of the hoopla of the new decade, vision is a huge piece of that. And so giving you an opportunity to find your own and understanding and defining what that is um, it's going to happen. It's going to happen right in this episode. So you've got to stay tuned. She's going to teach you uh, through her own examples of investing and investments on how she has received such fruit and that this time investment of your own is going to be totally worth every minute. So connect with her on Instagram, Demetria Stallings, and all the other ways that you can connect with her. Go to one of her worship nights if you're here in the Hampton Roads area or really all over the world um, and just enjoy her personality and the power that she brings to all that she does on a daily basis. So enjoy. And like I said, we're all in pursuit of something more, wherever, whatever, or whoever your more is. I want to help you get there wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. The fit and faith movement was birthed through my own trial and error discovery of mind, body, and soul alignment. I learned firsthand that being fit isn't about our physique at all. It's about the wholeness of our heart and the root of our joy. This isn't a fitness podcast. This isn't a quick fix health detox ploy. This isn't confusing religious banter. This is a whole body health checkup focusing on the heart. This is an opportunity to join me alongside other big dreamers, innovative movers, and lifestyle shapers as we explore and share our messy comeback stories to wholeness. If you're one step away from achieving your idea of something more, Tune in for practical, fun, and healthy ways to ignite yourself into even more. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast with me, Tamerly Andress. There is no better time than now to get fit. Hey, we are live and in the studio. Yay! Excited to be here with you. <laughs> Um, this is Demetria Stallings. Hi guys! And if you have yet to meet her, I think I've tagged you a few times because your music has been overlaid to videos okay. from the retreats <laughs> and we've gotten pictures together so I've yes. tagged you and stuff like that but yeah. like this is going to be the deep dive and yes. I am so pumped. <laughs> so pumped. She is a sister at heart mm-hmm. and um, somebody that I have gotten connected with through Joseph Stallings who is her Older brother? No, younger he's actually brother. my younger brother. I am the oldest. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like maybe because he has five kids? Yeah. Maybe like that Literally. gives him some wisdom. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it's not yeah on the kid's side, maybe. Maybe. Wisdom on the kid's side. Okay, no. we'll take it. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> we love you. Yeah, so but much. he was on one of the first yeah. podcasts that I had. Um way back last year and so it's really cool to be starting this new year you're the first like true official in-house podcast Ah, of 2020 which makes total sense for what 2020 is to us Mm. and so i'm pumped to start this year with you because i know at the end of the year it's going to be a really different viewpoint um but also like 
really excited with where we are just right here today. Come on. Let's I be present, it. right? I mean, yeah, in the moment. I yeah. love it. So Demetria is um, a lot of things, does <laughs> a lot of things. Um, and ultimately, I think I would love you to just start on from a personal standpoint on like your experience of um, your faith walk, your spiritual yeah. part of who you are. Um, and I know that there's like mental play in that as well. Um, and yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, I I would be remiss if I didn't say, like, my parents were very intricate part of my childhood. That's anybody who has parents who are very involved in their life. And my um, family, my mom and dad were both in what we call ministry. They were in a church. They were in leadership um, in a church. And um, they also... And we're very big on um, making sure that we knew who Jesus was. Like we grew up in that type of environment. And yeah. so um, my mom would actually have devotions with us and actually sit us on uh, the bed. Me and my two brothers, Joseph, as you have yeah. mentioned, and yeah. another brother of ours, Timothy, who is in Texas, mm-hmm. um, where my parents are. And um, wow, that's really interesting. Wow. That was a great jet. Like that was great. Like right there. Right I there. Jet. It's like celebration, like we're taking off somewhere. Like we are taking off. We're taking off, and I just feel it for people. Like like, I feel like that's gonna really happen. Like taking off. So interesting that I'm saying that because that was really the Mm -hmm. that was my takeoff into my faith and spiritual walk uh, with Christ and. she would have devotions with us and that devotions after that we would pray and we would literally sing and wow. a worship which is interesting all three of us are musical Timothy um, is too yeah Tim is musical as well wow. he is very he's an amazing singer really Incredible does he do is he singer. worship or mm-hmm. okay yeah, he does like different things yeah so but That's yeah he cool. yeah he's incredible goodness um, gracious crazy voice yeah. yeah ridiculous voice like tears in do your, your eyes do your parents have that ability well my mom um, she would say no okay. nonetheless my dad told us when we were uh, yeah. g- growing up that my mom would get um, awards for singing. Wow. Yeah. And she doesn't do it so much now. And my okay. dad did. He did sing often with okay. us. Like he would pull us aside. We would, sure. He would play as much as he could the piano. Yeah. And then we would sing wow. in the living room and stuff. So really cool. um, in the devotions, yeah. like after that, we would sing and pray. And in that, like we came to, we recognized and what we call what... I like to call the presence of who Christ is. Mm-hmm. And it's a difference when you read about Christ, you um, talk about Christ, yeah. um, and then you get to really know Christ. Because anybody, like you can mm-hmm. know, like for IE, I knew about you before I met you. And I met you via, um, was it like, it was online first, right? Yeah. That we talked a little bit. Yep. But when I was in your presence, it mm-hmm. was a whole different thing because I can feel you, I can sense you. I can be like, yeah. man, there's something so pure beautiful about Tamara that I want to connect in whatever way that is supposed to be like so it was like an invitation yeah. like there's a difference of talking to somebody on the phone yeah. there's a difference to even FaceTiming somebody but when yeah. you're in their presence you feel the energy you feel their spirit so you feel like all that so so like we learned the spirit of Christ um, in that, that moment yeah. and that just really blew my mind. So that was the launch as the jets went off. Yeah, you didn't hear it. So that was the launch of all that for me. And uh, there's so many stories I can tell you, but I'm going to jump way quick, like ahead. I love it. Far ahead. Let's do it. Um, I want to say I was in my early, early, early 20s. So I'm 39 now. And so like maybe I want to say, well, yeah, might have been like 
20, man, 2005, I graduated from uh, Regent University with my master's in practical theology. Mm -hmm. And my focus was coaching and mentoring. Okay. But while I was there, I went to an an event that I did worship at with my, uh, my my father was doing a scripture at this conference and I had to do worship. Like I had the privilege Uh, of of doing worship. Yes. And um, we had a whole team, like nine people singing a huge band, like all this uh, grand yeah. Um, yeah. But um, yeah. the main speaker, it was a missions conference banquet type of thing. And the main speaker was Gordon Robertson, mm-hmm. who is um, the CEO of CBN. Um, mm-hmm. And he was speaking about missions. And when he spoke about missions, something in my heart just pricked. I was like, oh, there's mm-hmm. something about the nations. Like I've always been. I mean, I grew up in Hawaii. Okay, I was yeah. born in Germany. Didn't really remember Germany, but Hawaii, like it was, but Hawaii was America still, but still, yeah, totally. If you guys know anybody's been there, totally different. Yeah. Um, very relaxed, hang loose. Anyway, so uh, after we're done with worship, I go up to him and I was like, Hey, I just want to say thank you for what you and your father, um, have done because Regent University has had a huge impact on my life because my life was really changing. Like yeah. just the practicality of what, um, ministry is, is not just feeling like you have to be in church or honestly, it's just being in the hands and feet of Jesus and the practicality of what that even looked like. Yeah. I felt like I got a lot of depth wow. concerning that at Regent wow. University, um, and hands on things. And so, um, so after that, um, he looked at me in the eye, Tamara, didn't smile. And we joke about it to this day. Yeah. Like he said, yeah. yeah, like he was rude. No, <laughs> we joke about it to this day. And he was like, why aren't you singing and prophesying? And for those who don't know what prophecy is, prophecy is just really um, saying the voice of God and what you feel, the what God is saying to others, like it's encouragement. It's to, yeah. um, the Bible says, and it talks about, um, um, prophecy is to encourage and to build up the saints, to build people up. And okay. so, um, so he was asking me, why aren't you doing that and combining it with your singing? And I looked at him like, first of all, I, all I wanted, honestly, it was like small talk. And I wasn't trying to be rude. Like it was all, I just wanted to say thank you yeah, and go about my business. Right, you know? right, right. And, um, when he said it, I was like, look, like, is there somebody behind me? Like, like he's not even saying hi. He's not saying nothing, you know. And then he said it a second time. But the second time he said it, something in my heart. Like, you know, yeah. that moment where you feel like this is a moment that I cannot let pass. Yeah. This is a moment that I have to be in. Like we just talked about just recently. Like being present. I must be present. And I, I feel like. I feel like anybody listening um, or, or watching just to really, really listen really closely is be present in the moment where you feel your heart jump and her heart leap. Good. I felt like my heart leaped in that moment and I felt like destiny had met um, me and uh, the opportunity and destiny were meeting together. Would I jump into the opportunity because destiny was knocking on my door? Would I open it? Would I open the door? Um, and so... Um, Oh, I'm, I I just felt that. So good. Yeah. Oh, I'm so in that. Still remember that. <laughs> be present in that. And so the second time he said it, that's what happened. And I couldn't say a word. I, I didn't have anything to give him because he said, you hear the voice of God and you encourage people and you sing. He said, but why aren't you putting them together? So he explained it. And I had no... 
I had no answer because I felt it, but right. didn't know. Because this is before there was, for those who are in this arena, the worship arena, yeah. this was before there was a Bethel. This is before yeah. there was um, the known that people can sing yeah. in the and, and share the voice of God while they're singing. Like, so... Um, I didn't say anything. And he was like, I want you in my class. He was doing a class. He was like, I want you in my class, the spiritual gifts class that he was doing. Um, he said, call this person and listen to this. This is very important and very interesting. When he said that, he said, he didn't just give me a freebie. He said, call these people, tell them I want you in the class, um, but you're going to pay for half your books. Not even all of them. He's like, you're going to pay for half your books um, because you have to invest. Okay. Yourself. Wow. Into something. But the class, you're going to enter into the class free. You're going to, half your books will be paid for, but you must invest something into it. That's good. Right? Yeah. So it's not just destiny and opportunity. Will we allow ourselves to invest into that destiny and opportunity? Are we going to allow ourselves to be, um, to just ride free? Because if there's no cost for ourselves, sometimes we'll, and not that we mean to, but yeah. we can take advantage and just ride yeah. and not take it as serious. But yeah. when we put something into anything, we put invest into, it changes the whole validity of it. So true. <laughs> and for him to teach that essentially 20 years ago. Yeah. Like that's, that's powerful. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, right? to know it from a spiritual standpoint too. Yeah. Because I really do feel like God calls us when he asks us, mm-hmm. he calls us with action mm-hmm. and our investment though of course we immediately go into a financial place with him yeah. asking to buy books it's more than just that yeah it's he's saying will you go yeah and l- there's going to be more to it because i know that we and i can say we because of knowing you have invested you know our so much more than monetary giving. So good. Um, And it's not just even giving of your gifts. It's the, what you've laid down Mm. in order to be where you're at right now. So good. And laying down things of the world that feel good on the fleshly side are probably even more hard than throwing over some cash. Yeah. Even though that's hard to come by for others. Yeah. Um, and so that those sacrifices yeah. is essentially what it is. Yeah. But God rewards in such a grandiose way yeah. when we're able to do that. I love that you said laying down those things that are on the fleshly side because fleshly side doesn't just mean we think of sin or think of things that are bad or think of things that get us distracted yeah. um as opposed to yes distraction is a big word that yeah. i'm feeling right now to say because it's almost as if the fleshly side is also the things that we feel called to or the yeah. things that we are excited about or the things like i.e the businesses that some of you might have or the businesses or um projects that some of you might have or even Let's just be real family that we might have. Some of the things the Lord might be asking you, or you might feel this very sense of huge call. I'm a woman of faith, so I speak a lot in that department of Christ and things of that nature. But um, there might be something pulling, which I think, I believe with all my heart is Jesus or the Holy Spirit asking and inviting you heaven, inviting you to lay something down. It doesn't mean you abandon. It might mean don't worry. It might mean you're constantly worried about your children. And I feel that really strong right now. I feel like there's somebody listening or um, 
um, or watching that might have a teenage daughter or son that they are very, that is about to graduate and they are losing it because, and I say losing it and it's not a negative tone. It's more of you're losing who you are because you feel like it was so attached to your son or daughter. And I just feel like what does it look like if you will allow yourself to come into the invitation of laying it down? Mm-hmm. Um, what would it look like if you allow yourself to say yes to that invitation of, and how do I lay it down? I wake up in the morning and I say, this doesn't belong to me. They, at the end of the day, my child, my job, my, and I'm talking yeah. to all of us, like yeah. um, my friendships, yeah. my um, house, my whatever you have that is causing the distraction of the connection because at the end of the day there is something that will try to distract you from connecting to your real source mm, that's really good. and what your true source is and so um yeah like that when you say the fleshly side it just really did something like whoa yeah like yeah. the sacrifice and laying it down um and, and investing is that's allowing so it to good. let let it go yeah if we make it simple make it simplistic right. let it go right absolutely yeah so he asks you to do this. He's yeah. like, come into my class. You're going to invest something. And yeah. then what happens? And then, so I did so. Yeah. And I entered in the class. And uh, there's so much I could say again. Like, the, my yeah. story is crazy. But um, I entered into the class. And I remember him pulling me up and giving me the mic and was like, sing. <laughs> and whatever the Lord gives you, say it. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Inside, I'm screaming. Oh, my gosh. But it was interesting it's funny like how we can be intimidated or fearful or and i'm saying those for the lack of a better i feel like there's another word but that right now my vocabulary is not pulling yeah but and it could be those things fearful or intimidated based because of what we don't know yeah and because we've never seen it yeah or because it just is nothing nothing yeah uh, that you've ever accomplished it's so uncomfortable of the uncomfortability of it and the mind will turn what do people think what is this am I going to do it right am yeah. I going to do this like yeah. um, but in that moment just being uh, just still feeling it's right, right to do so right right so like screaming but something yes in me and I feel there's a lot of us especially in the beginning January this is so beautiful yeah, okay. 2020 yep um, there's a lot, I feel like a lot of us are saying yes to, mm-hmm. and, but inside we're screaming, but we know it's a yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's good. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. You and I were talking to earlier. Keep, yeah. You can still keep going in that. Yeah. Even in, I think another word with the fearful, um, or intimidating is like the trepidation of, mm-hmm. because there, it's not all grass is green, yeah. especially when it's something that is done out of worry or it's not for that. Like God is giving us green pastures with purpose. And so it's up to us to say yes, but it does take effort. Like you have to go through and trudge through an unknowing field to get to what his promise is. And so with your, with your um, professor to say like, I see this in you. And like, that's such a heart space for me because I love to call that out on people and encourage people and be like, I see this in you. I know that there's more, but there's constantly a pushback. Yeah. And we were talking a bit about it before, like that concept of imposter syndrome. Yeah. Because there's so many other people now with it being very different than where it was 20 years ago. You can see now. (laughs) 
you know, all these other people doing something yes. that might be similar to yeah. your gifting. And yeah. so you're immediately like, well, I'm, I'm not good enough. Or yeah. I don't really know how to do that. Or am I the right person? Or am I the girl for the job? Which yeah. is a book recently written. Oh, you should check it out. Okay. It's so, so good. It's um, Jess Connolly. Okay. Are you familiar with her? No. Mom? She's an her incredible woman though. of God. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. And so she's talking all about like, you're the girl for the job. And I so love it. for us to get past that imposter syndrome and say yes to what God has Come in store on. for us, it's not always easy. Mm-mm. But once you say yes, God shows up with yes. a response for you. I love and it. It's always a gift. It's always a surprise. Yeah. And I am a huge proponent of surprises. I think everything, every part of who Jesus is is a surprise. Mm. And he can surprise you on a daily basis if you just let him. Um, and you have to say yes to that that invitation. It's an invitation to get to know him. And I love how you said your mom gave you this opportunity and your dad to, to steward understanding his presence. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, such a you know call for me to do the same for my children and for all moms to have, create a space. And that's what I think so often in every form, both personally and professionally, we are not doing enough of. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, like be present in that moment when your heart jumps. Are you creating space in your life to allow God to gift you something? Yeah. And for you to say yes to it. Because if you're, like we were saying earlier before, on a constant speed of go, yeah. when have you paused? Yeah. When have you looked around to see if you're even in a danger zone? You don't even know. Yeah. You could you could be in that grass is greener or you could be in a place of like, this is not good. You went the complete wrong direction. And the fleshly side of you is saying, this feels really good. Yeah. And yet you're in the wrong space altogether. I love it. It's very interesting. <laughs> so good. I love it. Uh, yeah. Well, like you were saying, like when I said yes to it, that's when he showed up mm-hmm. and I felt the presence mm-hmm. of what I knew back then, I, that's so you know? Funny. And so when I felt the presence of what I knew back then, yeah. yes, you knew. I knew this is, so were you practicing prophesying at yes. that point though, just completely separately from your music? Well, there were things that I would, yeah. So because yeah. I was just leading worship, like sure. I was just leading oh, worship, like, right, you know, right, like right, I would right. sing, I would lead yeah. worship, but there was yeah. no, if I heard a song, yeah. like there was nothing that, I would come up on the moment in the spot spontaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but I would feel things and I would share with people. Right. But it was like on the, on the slide. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, talking, yeah. like, it was like, I mean, like, yeah, I feel like this, you know. So it was like that. So, like, from there, like, life took off. Like, it just the, the journey. I mean, I started traveling. Um, well, after the class, it, it turned into this thing called Spiritual Gift Webcast, which was um, streamed all over the world. Cool. Um, so my brother and I started doing worship for that. There were different people that would come in and be guests for that. Um, that ended up turning into a show called 700 Club Interactive. And for a time, I was doing worship for that. And then also um, helping with, uh, like, on the air, things of yeah. that nature. It was just so much. I started traveling to different places. Who travels to Cyprus? Like, started tra- like, wow. like the moment the things um so many i had a first cd and i ended up bringing my brothers on board with me somebody wanted me to do a cd so they they sold they gave to cbn specifically for me to do a gift like they sent it through that for me to do a a project and so i did like it was just so So interesting and so incredible that everything was going at the speed of light by then and um 
And so long story short, I end up like, there's just so many things that end up having a very difficult time. And maybe one day we'll get into the yeah. depths of this very difficult time in the high place and mm-hmm. on top of the mountain, on top of everything. And I feel like somebody needs to hear this is you're, you might have been at one point in your life where you were at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't, the top of your business, the top of your class, the top of, um, your job, or you felt like the momentum was going so well, like, oh my goodness. In those moments, I would, and I love, um, fit and faith because, um, this the mind, body, soul, and, and spirit. Like it's the balance of all. We were talking about that earlier. When you're in this high place and season of things going so wonderfully well, do not forget to balance the spiritual side, so the um, emotional side, the um, physical, the physical yeah. all of it. Like it shouldn't just be one. And I love what you said earlier, Tamara. You said that if you are so doing so well spiritually and you I forgot how you said. How did you say that? If you're spiritually obese, like it's just yeah. boom, 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 and all of a sudden, all these things are there's something that's being neglected, and so not that we have to have it all together, right. but put systems in place or regiments in place. And this is something I'm working yeah. on: putting yeah. systems in place, regiments in place that you can allow yourself to be balanced. Yeah. Yeah. holistically Absolutely. the holistic approach yeah. of life and so all this is going on to there was something that happened a distraction and all hell break loose mm-hmm. in my life and I literally had to stop doing worship I literally had to um, stop um, doing the on-camera things that I was mm-hmm. doing I had, everything changed wow. for me and I was on this big high yeah. and everything changed uh, for me and I had I walked through a depression I mean there's just a lot of things that but in that there's a lot that I had to learn that did not define me mm-hmm. and so we think of these and I love mm-hmm. my um I, my mentor that I was talking about earlier, um, he said something so keen to me a couple of weeks ago. I was asking him some things like, why does it feel like you go, go, go? Seems like it's right there and then bam, it's gone. Yeah. And then it's like you're going through these, it's like these yeah. ebb and flows of life that we're feeling like we're not making it. These ebb and flows of life we're feeling like it's big, it's going very well. Then all of a sudden it doesn't feel like anything. It's yeah. like we're losing something or there's a loss or something. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and said, you know, sometimes you have to look at your life as Joseph. Mm-hmm. There was a process, but Jesus, but God was always with him. The presence. Woo! We just talked about it. I love it. <laughs> the presence is always that we cannot forget the presence. Once you, and that's a key for somebody. When you can get to the point of understanding the presence, then everything else out of that flows. Wow. And so, no matter whether there's a crisis and life is there's going to be something Absolutely. that's going to happen. Like it, it's Absolutely. inevitable. Yep. Like it's going to happen. Yep. Um, we live in, in a crazy world but anyway so when that happens you know the presence everything else can flow yeah uh, that whether it's crisis you can then take the lens of and i love this i heard somebody say this before in a message take the lens that god is good yeah because you know the presence and so now i put on my glasses in the crisis that god is good and i work out of that that is um, so good. Um, the things that the Evan flow. So Joseph's life was Evan, like it was up, down, up, down. But it was interesting because he was on this high because he had his dream, tells his dream. And it's funny because people say he shouldn't have told his dream. But would he have walked through the process that he, if he did tell his dream, would he really walk through the process? Right. He would have been, he would have held it right. and he would have buried it. And things would have come. Like, speaking your own. Oh my goodness! Come on! 
it's like you have to speak so your dreams sometimes. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you have to share it to everybody. And it's right. not that somebody's good or bad. It's just right. you have to know, like, can I dream with this person? Yeah. Let me just talk about it. And, and, and you'll know who yeah. that is. But anyway, so he was saying the ebb and flow of life. Joseph was, he sold a dream. He was sold into slavery. His brothers, his very own, um, called, called him an outcast. But in that, he was blessed. So if you don't know the story, Joseph, I would admonish you to really look it up. Yeah. I mean, um, study it. Um, and in that process, he went to jail from that elevated to Potiphar's house. Like all this stuff yeah, going up and crazy. down yeah. comes to levels of what would you call it? Elevation in yeah. the situations that he was in. Yep. And then time and time again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Time and time. It wasn't yeah. just one time. No, no, no. Like it was what it was, but he matured in the place that he was in mm-hmm. and he didn't allow his heart to get hardened no. in those places. He, the presence was with him. He was so good yeah. at staying focused. Yes. So good. Yeah. And, and I know from, I from personal experience of when you're on a low, you lose focus so easy. Mm-hmm. When you're on a high, it's actually easier. Yeah. You're like, oh, thanks, God. Love you. Praise you. Jesus. Name. Amen. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, where the heck are you? Yeah. yeah. And it becomes, you take off your glasses and you're looking from the worldly perspective of this isn't, you're no longer present. When in fact, he's saying, I am right here with you. Oh, that's so good. And so the same thing, Joseph never took off those lens. And he was always like, I feel you. I sense you. I know there is more. I know a new day will come. I know the sun is going to rise. Yeah. I love it. You said something and it goes back to the fleshly side. Mm-hmm. He took off his glasses. Mm-hmm. There's something about the presence and the fleshly side. I yeah. feel like there's something to yeah. that. Like yeah. for us to really understand, Lord, help me to remain in the presence so that the fleshy side of me doesn't get in the way. And the fleshy side can be our spirit, soul, emotions, all that, that yeah. like we should have emotions. We yeah, should have those course, things. Of but again, the glasses and the lens that yeah, we're looking through really to, good. to live. So um, I don't even know where I was with that, but yeah. um, the story of Joseph. Go look it up. That was like, yeah. Go do that. You it, want yeah. to do that? So pretty much at the end of it, he did eventually become second in command of an of a nation. Yeah. You know where he yeah. redeemed his entire family, yeah. even those that did him wrong. Mm-hmm. But his heart was pure. Um, but I say all that to say, like uh, when I was talking to my mentor, and yeah. I said, "Why does it feel like?" You know, yeah, sometimes it's like up and, and down. Yeah, it's like totally. what in the world? Um, but I went through a very hard time. And um, out of that, I learned um, the presence in a d- different way. Mm. I learned the presence not as a child anymore. Like um, my eyes and understanding of a child of knowing that Jesus was real was beautiful. But I learned him in the circumstances of my depression. Mm. I learned who he was, the presence of who he was. Because I remember I would say, I don't want to talk to you, but will you just sit here with me? Wow. Um, and, um, my life began to change. And so slowly, but surely I began to heal in such a capacity. And I feel like we're always evolving and healing, but heal in such a capacity that now I don't live through the lens of my fleshy side. I live through the lens of he's good. And so now the spiritual walk has constantly, God has opened doors for me to speak in different places, to travel and do worship in different places. He's continually blowing my mind in these places. And even down to the point of him even asking me now that you've done the ministry portion of ministry for those who don't know is just really spreading the gospel yeah yeah spread the gospel right so like the opportunities that the lord has opened up for me um is now he's asking me can you um kind of 
lay some of that down and now can you work on the business side of you? And I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Like, this is what I know. Right. The comfort right. zone. Yes. The comfort zone. And so that can be the fleshy side of yes. what I'm so comfortable Absolutely. with. Even in ministry. Even in ministry. And maybe more so. Yes. And that's the scary part. Because yes. you're like, but Lord, I'm already doing your job. I'm already doing your yeah. work. Why would you have me do something different that's not fully of you? Come is on. social media, is my developing of this so of you? And so that's like so hard for yeah. us to comprehend and wrap our head around. But we have to know that. God is in all things. Come on. He makes all things. Yeah. And though the world can change things into negativity, yeah. we can own them in him and yes. through him and say, God, I'm going to use this to build your kingdom in this way. Yeah. We were talking about it earlier. It's mm-hmm. the perspective of when yeah. we put the kingdom. Yep. Yep. So what is the motive behind right. it? Is it right. for the kingdom when you're right. doing this and that? Like, right. so it does change the, the whole the again. Lens. It's literally the lens, which is so weird because my, my your blue light glasses. <gasps> right, right. Seeing when looking at the computer screen. we're putting on the lens that he would have for us that he is going to literally block out the bad light for you for your life for what it is he has in store for you for you to be able to see longer with him by him through him so good that's so crazy y'all this has been a transformational year for women who i have had the absolute gift of walking life out with And not for one second have I taken it for granted, or can I take the credit for all that has transpired. It is truly a God thing. I wanted to jump on here to share with you about what I'm believing the 2020 year has in store for us. One of clarity and visions finally coming to fruition over our dreams. Core Creatives is a monthly women's collaborative community, which has catapulted into something very special. In each quarter, I'll be launching new groups that you could be a part of. Words like invaluable, rewarding, motivating, encouraging, authentic, foundational, and a godsend are all words that women have used to define this group. This year alone, new passion projects have taken flight, businesses have launched, seasoned businesses have rebranded, new vibrancy has been added to the pursuits and daily tasks, logos and websites have been generated, new customers have been cultivated, and my very favorite collaborations and healthy relationships have been built between women pursuing their own version of happiness. Y'all, this is not a competition and this group of creatives puts that into action. Oh, and I can't forget as a collective, we've raised thousands of dollars for nonprofit that we're all passionate about. I could go on for days, so I will stop ranting, but seriously, I had to take this chance to tell you about these groups as they continue to launch and a new one is happening soon. So sign up today or come out to a free meeting and truly see for yourself. This is an online and local event, so definitely get in touch. I can't wait to see you. So yeah, I think we're like all on this journey now of putting the blue light glasses on. See everything through him, by him, for him. Like it does change it. I love that. Isn't that interesting? I didn't even know that that was going to be a part of it. Like, you kept saying Liz, but I'm like, yeah, I know. We were just, and I'm like, yeah. oh, you weren't actually a part of that. But 
So interesting. I love how God works. Um, so now you're at this place where you're being called into... And I think when you were saying that, I wanted to share that like that was a place for you to grow in wisdom, but mostly in empathy towards mm. other people. And yeah. I learned in my pits that... I would not be who I am today or have the capacity to love the way that I do today without understanding my own brokenness and how that brokenness plays in the beauty of who you become. And that is ultimately what God would have us do. And I, it sucks. It doesn't feel good. You don't want to be pulled off of a pedestal when you're in a high place. Going to a low place, especially quickly, yeah. is a really hard thing to swallow and stomach. But it makes the outcome that much better, even if the outcome isn't in another high place. And I think that's a place that we have to understand, especially as we're developing like new concepts and bigger dreams and visions. It's like... Does that mean that you're going to be in a higher place than when you were then? Maybe mm. not, but maybe you're escalated in a different way. I love that. And so we have to be able, again, continuing to look through the lens of yeah. the Lord that what we would have for our lives is different than what he would have for our yeah. lives. Um, and it's hard for people to understand that. Yeah. And to trust that it is the best thing for your life. Yes. Like there will be more peace. There's yeah. going to be more joy. There's going so to be more serenity there's going to be more self-awareness and i think when we are self-aware and one like there's a reason why marriage is so the two become one because there's something of alignment where spirit spirit we act we do the same in him for him and through him like you say um um if we can do that then everything else shifts and changes so cool yeah yeah end of the day when we're talking like this has been more than just your spiritual journey because every other part of you is at play mm -hmm. um it's knowing as you're stepping into something new and as we go into a new year and wherever it is that people are in the newness of their life yeah. that they recognize that they're standing there in their wholeness whether you feel whole or not you could feel completely complete all parts of who you are so if you're willing to focus on each if of those areas. You're willing. Yeah. And I think it that you go back to that spiritual like you with our fleshly eyes, like people who are super spiritually obese who may walk into a, a very big physical ailment hmm. and it's cancer or it's, it's one thing or another. And I can't comprehend what that means in, in of the world. One day I'll ask Jesus in heaven. Yeah. But you can see those things happening and it's, there's so much importance to like stress factors and focus, focus earlier, like weeds grow faster than beautiful flowers. Mm. They do. And so in a comparison based world, we see these people growing yeah. and we see these platforms growing. together they figured it out they've got the golden ticket yeah meanwhile what's uprooting in their life that's negative mm -hmm. 
possibly comprehend all of what's going on. Yeah. God has their plan in store for them Come on. for the reason. But we need to know that it takes longer to grow something beautiful. Yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. Right? Those dang milkweeds yes. that grow in your yard. And you're like, that's a really pretty sunflower. Where would that come from? And they're like, dang it. That is a big old milkweed. <laughs> that's Meanwhile, awesome. everything else is still in blooming. take a say that even in our brokenness like he the wholeness like he is there and he fills us up and i even if you have to rewind that guys like go listen so when you said that it just makes so today okay we're gonna laugh a little bit so today i'm i'm getting i'm in my car vehicle get out my vehicle my vehicle So Fit and Faith, you probably can't read. Well, you might can read. I see the blue. Fit and Faith, um, which is Tamara. Um, I like to drink my water out of this cup. And then I have my friends, uh, Burning Ones, that are in. They're originally out of Orlando, Florida, but they go ever. They are amazing, Mike and Anna Dow. So I like to drink my coffee out of this one because it is a Yeti. And it, yeah. Yetis are amazing. Yes, they are. Yetis are amazing. And so I like to drink my coffee out of this one. So I had both of my cups with me, which was interesting because I'm meeting Tamara today i just came from orlando being with the burning ones um and i had them both i'm sorry guys this, this is crazy is this is so sorry we're talking about florida. yes we were talking about florida and they're together okay that's another, that's another conversation oh another conversation <laughs> so um I'm grabbing my cups, grabbing my bags, ready to walk into the office, and I all of a sudden feel something on my foot, and I'm like, "What's going on? What is this guy?" So I look at my. You gotta. So you gotta go on my stories to see the fullness of this. Um, I like what's going on with my shoe, and when I look, okay, so I'm gonna take my shoe off. So I have these leopard prints with. I like fashion, so I got this leopard print with my red and my blue and my white. So. Um, so cute, by the way. The shoe. Podcast listeners aren't going to be able to see this. Oh, good. Okay. Yes, you won't. Be. So good. Yeah. Leopard shoe. Yeah, so find out wherever this is going to be so you can watch this portion alone. So if you're just listening. So this leopard shoe, black on the bottom, leopard on top. Um, I have red pants Stiletto. on. Leopard <laughs> Stiletto. Let me clarify. I loved it. So um, walking, feeling this wobbly thing. I feel like something stuck on my bottom of my foot. What the heck is going on? So I look and all of a sudden my shoe literally is talking to me. Like it's flapping wide, mouth wide open as if it's a crocodile. I'm very oh hungry. Like I'm like, what is going Walking into the office and I can't believe it. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do? So I was like, well, you can't do anything um, anything now. And I was looking, listening to a podcast on the way there talking about decisions. If there's this a problem just look, look yes, that. I know, is it crazy? Yes. it's like get in the building that's the solution and then find out what's next after you make it to the building so i'm flopping like literally wobbling because <laughs> i can't take my shoes off because i don't have an extra pair right. so i'm like wobbling <laughs> And um, long story short, so two 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 coworkers are like, "Hey, one of the departments can help you out." And they were they we laughed, we had a good time. But I put it on my social media, my um, stories. And but one of the guys had a hot glue gun that could hold me over for temporary because I'm still really throwing these shoes away because I've had them for a long time. But um, and normally my shoes, uh, I, this is the first time this has happened. It's yeah. never happened to me. So I was just like, "What is that?" So I like to pay attention to what's going on in my life. Yeah. And so when you were talking about the brokenness and stuff like that, and just the things that are temporary, we can't just glue and temporary. But this is what I felt that came from it is that 
if you will allow yourself to just Again, focus on the solution, focus on what is at hand, focus on the perspective with the glasses that we were talking about, the presence, and walk into the building. Just go. Just go into the building. And the solutions will slowly but surely fall into place. There was two coworkers at different times to help me. I had to walk. and, And I met somebody in the elevator that... Uh, is a good friend of mine, helped me take the shoes off and carried my shoes into my queue with me, me barefooted. And I had to get, I'm a bit of a germaphobe. So like my feet on the carpet, okay. Like even though like that's a lot, a lot. Floor tile, thank you. When I was like, calm down, it is okay. Like life is not over. Like I had to talk myself through this thing. Talking myself through this. But there was a solution and there was help and there were people along the journey to help me with what I need to get to. There's a full day ahead still that I have after I'm being here with the camera, with the pocket. There's a full day ahead. And so I live 30 minutes away from where I work. There's no way I could have gone all the way back home to do all the things I had to do. But there was a solution to get me through my day. And so I just want to encourage somebody, like even in your brokenness, my shoe was literally... (laughs) Falling apart. It was done. Like well, I can't wobble everywhere. Like I would have hurt myself. Like the shoe yeah, is jacked up. No, now, five inches on yes, one side. You know, and then like, break yeah. a leg in the process. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I allowed myself not to, which is a big deal for me because I would normally, in the past, I would have stressed like, what am I going to do? I have to figure this out. And it's like, dude, breathe. What's the solution? Focus on that. Don't focus on what the circumstances are. So I feel like that was for somebody. And I feel like simultaneous to that though, is like focusing on the solution doesn't also mean that we get to control the process. this paper at you. Yes. (laughs) Or how you get to the solution. Come on. Because that is so my, I'm speaking right to myself in that, is that I, I'll see a solution and I'm like, this is definitely, this makes the most sense, right? I'm going to, this is how this is going to work out. This is how this is going to work out. Okay. I'm not going to stress about it. I'm just going to fix it. The problem with that is, is God has another plan for the person you're going to meet on your path Mm. in your solution and a new, other, bigger, deeper, harder lesson for you to come by in order for your shoe to get fixed. (laughs) You're going to have to walk on the tile floor. You're going to have to walk on the, you're going to have to get dirty. And And we're not going to speak that there could potentially be a fungi situation that breaks out (laughs) after that. And there's another learning lesson that we'll talk about next podcast, (laughs) but you never know. Yeah. And so the fact that you were able to just like be less in control and just say, okay, God, I'm going to walk into the building because yeah, at this point, it's all I've got. That's all and I've got. so again, we're, we keep going back to the conversation, but it's don't be stuck in the analysis paralysis mm-hmm. phase of you sitting in your car. Now you're late. Yeah. So you've got that. So you've got- Exactly. And you know, and there's just so many other elements to that when you're just like stuck in the standstill. Yeah. And so keep moving forward yeah. and keep pressing in to what you know the solution's gonna be eventually. Yeah, I love it. Definitely. You gotta keep moving forward. I'm in I don't know, like I'm just like thinking like what would have happened if I've allowed myself to get stressed out like there would have I help, right? Like big thing that we have problem 
with. Yeah. And I, I really don't know specifically what it stems from. Um, in my life, it probably is more like this concept of you you can do it. Yeah. And you don't need the help. Like, yeah. you've got this. too is is taught so soon is like get to the top right and you don't need anybody to get there you need every single person oh, yeah. to get there oh yeah literally it's the exact opposite from what i learned when i was younger wow. that what i actually have had to put into play wow yeah and so learning the oh the grave importance <laughs> of community it's <laughs> i just had this conversation everything <laughs> had you not been in community with your father to practice worship alongside something that was his calling, yeah. you would have never met and had that conversation mm -mm. with the now mentor yeah. who has propelled you into every piece of your life yeah. when it comes to your profession. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's, and even where we can be to the point of, okay, so I feel like we need to like turn it a little bit yep. too, like, because we can be so independent mm -hmm. um, in it, but we need community. I was just talking to side note. I was just talking to a friend about this. Like the importance of community means everything because you cannot do this alone nope. and it's not a competition. It's a celebration. Yep. And when you allow yourself and I'm, I have learned and I'm continuing to learn this. Yeah. When you allow yourself to celebrate people, there are things that open up. That's ridiculous. And you don't do it to, Right for doors to open, right, right, but there are things that happen that yeah. no one could have made up. Yeah, like the only you'd be like, "It's only God." Like, there's no yeah, way that yeah. this could happen. But um, with community, but also to the point where we can't. Like, there was a point, and I, I have to be very transparent. There was a point where because my mentor had opened up doors, um, because of the relationship that I had, um, with my profession, with yeah. media and different things of that nature in the television world, um, with my job, um, I had a point where I was so dependent on it that I didn't allow myself the other outlets because I was so afraid of, oh my gosh, like, and I was so yeah. broken, yeah. literally. And it's funny because I, I it's funny because it, I was so broken to the point that I couldn't, I couldn't even see beyond the man. Like it was almost as if I was putting a man in front of God. I was so broken that I, I felt like he owed me something. I wanted everything to come from, from that person because it had for so long, just like babies. Sure. When you're weaning them off of breast milk, yeah. when you're weaning them off of the bottle, when you're like, they are like, this is what we know. Yeah. Why are you trying to take something from me? It's only the source of it, but they don't know that there's better. Yeah. They don't know that there's yeah. finer food. Yeah. You can you have teeth to chew. Yeah, and so right, you're going right. to be able to taste other things yeah. than what you're just getting so from the nutrient of someone else. And so I feel like, I feel like that's imperative too mm -hmm. to say, and that's something that I've worked through and continue to work through to love, honor, and respect my mentors. Mm -hmm. And remember, I, I said S because I feel like we're not just supposed to have one. I believe there might be two or three that you can mm -hmm. glean from yeah. that will allow you to be your best self. Yeah. Like you, the holistic approach, like um, find those people. And it could be a book. It could be somebody that you admire, watching mm -hmm. them constantly, watching them. You don't have to be in relationship yep. as face-to-face -face with right. them. Anyway, you're in relationship with their knowledge and info because at the end of the day you're trying to gain the information and the knowledge and revelation that they have so that you can be what god has called you to be so good so yeah really i felt like i need so to important. say that it because really i important. i lived through that you yeah. know yeah and i think a lot of people don't feel like well where am i gonna pull a mentor out of my hat yeah i gotta have a mentor what do you mean yeah but there's so there you probably already have one have one positive one as yourself, but much. knowing that that is, if they're like-hearted, 
in their in the same space that you are in. Yeah, you're you're golden. Yeah, but we do need community. It's just, are we gonna allow the? Okay. I had to say this too. In the community, also, are we going to allow ourselves to be transparent to the mm-hmm. point where we are allowing ourselves to be honest yeah. and to heal? Yeah, that's good. And to allow iron to sharpen iron. So I don't know that concept comes up to me. Um, so have community that can do that, mm-hmm. um, but then also don't depend on mentors because there's a difference of you need to depend on your community, but don't depend on your mentors to be your God or right, savior or right. the only ones that can or answer the problem or fix. Thank or you. Deal. That's yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Well, because ultimately the, you would hope that that mentor is relying on God to do that for Clearly. them anyway, Yeah. but it can easily become because we're taking off the lens yeah. and we're viewing them with our own eyes. Yeah. They are doing all of this. They're magic. Yes. It's just like they're gifting. Like people, who uh, receive from you and when I went to your recent worship and prophetic experience I had never seen you like in action that oh my god right that was the first yeah, time that I actually well. come out to yeah. see you um other than when you came to the retreat but that was yeah. like such an intimate experience yeah. I felt like that was <laughs> but from a stage and people could e- easily idolize that mm-hmm. and not idolize the where the gift came from. So good. And so then people, and you've experienced this, yeah. want you to, yeah. to lean on you, to learn from you, to glean from you yeah. in all the wrong ways all the wrong versus ways. you constantly pointing back to the source. Yeah. Here's so the good. source. Here's the source. Yeah. Not me, but by him. Yeah. And so just like the conversation I was having earlier today where someone was like, I feel like when I see all of the things that you put out into the world, it's all pretty, like pretty packaged just the way it should be. How did you do it? Yeah. <laughs> I fall forward every single time. I love that. That's all I have the option to do. I love it. And so either stand still or keep going. Again, walk into the building, Demetria. <laughs> right? So it's for someone. It's it's yeah. for you to know that like where you are right now is wholly perfect. So in God. Wait, you have right now. It's wholly perfect. It is wholly perfect. I mean, right now. But it's still not saying that you are wholly you because God has so much more in store. Mm. And so that's, that's my place. And that's where I'm like every day, you know, you hear people say their version would be, mm-hmm. be the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Be the best whole you you can be each day in every element. Because if you neglect one, you're going to be starving in another. Yep. You're going to be the baby who's like, eh, but I want this. <laughs> yes, that's a part of life, but I think it's so necessary for us to just come into that place of submission yeah. in our community, which that leads strictly to vulnerability. Yeah, and so you can have uh, so many people around you, um, but without like that transparency and that authenticity and yeah. the being okay with being broken. Mm-hmm. And allowing other people again to help you with your shoe, because mm, girl, you can't get by with a no, <laughs> you can't get by with a broken yeah. shoe. And so, if we like relied again on your independence, and only you, Demetria, yeah. will fix this. Yeah, that's all you've got. Yeah, you didn't have a glue gun in your desk. Not, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I know plenty of women actually wanted to know that's coming to court. She, I swear, her bag is Mary Poppins. That is I awesome. mean, the girl has everything you could ever need at a whim. Awesome. And we were we were trying one day to open a wine bottle at a meeting. <laughs> I can't right now. I cannot. Anymore. And they were literally getting a screwdriver. 
And I was like, y'all, this is, this is really sad right now. This is like, you're, it's so important. Girl walks in and she's like, we're like, Hey, do you have a, a wine bottle opener? She's like, Oh yeah, here you go. Like, what? You walk around you with a wine? Like that's not okay. Maybe we need to have a different conversation, <laughs> but it's just really funny yeah. to know, like you have to rely on other yeah, people. So and good. when I tried to do it solo and I've tried to do that, I was completely where I wanted to be, completely alone. Mm. So when I fell, you who fell was there? alone. Yeah. I was completely alone. Yeah. And so rebuilding, and this is what the conversation we were having about before, I value my relationships so much in such a different way than I ever did because I've shown up yeah, to them it. totally different mm-hmm. than how I ever showed up to a relationship. And Tamara, you do so well mm-hmm. in relationship. And I'm honored that I can call you a friend and sister. Like yeah. you do very well with it. And I love the relationship that we get to grow yeah. with. Yeah. Amazing. So it's pretty amazing yeah. to see what God has you done show in up. all of this. Yes. yes. I love it. <laughs> it's so good. So we also, I mean, we could literally sit here and talk forever, and we can, but yeah. we're not going to. But I do, I want to touch base on a couple of things. Okay. Um, one, where can people find you? How can they get in touch with you? So, DemetriusStallings.com, you can um, uh, see a couple of things, at least know about me. Um, and then on my social medias, I'm very active on social media. Um, Demetria, S-T-D-E-M-E-T-R-I-A. ST on Instagram and Twitter. I'm not as good on Twitter, but I'm going to get better. Um, um, but a Facebook is Demetrius Stallings and I have a public page and then I have a personal page that I just honestly share everything from the public page <laughs> too. Like, it's just like, I don't really do anything on that private page. Like it's it, honestly, yeah. everything is on the public, public page. page. So if you go Demetrius Stallings and you can put the like button, that's Yay. the public page. So, um, yeah, so that's where people can um, find me yeah. and like whatever I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And we have, yeah. you have a local event coming up. I do. I, I do. I'm that. super excited because, um, Regent University and CBN with Ashley Key, who is an amazing individual, um, and a friend of mine. Um, she is hosting an event called Unhooked. And last year she did an event as well and brought some people in to interview, um, them. Um, and now it's like purity in a, uh, uh, an un or in a hook up world, they're trying to show where you can have purity. Um, but this event specifically um, focuses on that which um, pornography and things of that nature. Yeah. And so, how can you be pure? And when it's always coming at you in yeah. every light, uh, every on. Um, Every yes, outlet, yes, media totally. is coming at you. And so it is going to be January 17th at 7 p.m. Um, after they're going to have a panel. I'm going to just say, I don't know if you guys know these people, Chad Smith, Richard D. Lamora, um, Bethany D. Lamora, Frank Meadows. Shout out to Frank Meadows. He's local and an amazing author and uh, yeah, just amazing. Um, and Jessica Harris is going to be uh, on the panel. But after the panel, this is really cool. Everybody's going to be together. I'm just going to be at Regent Theater. After the panel, they're going to break up in sessions of with just the men and then the women. And I get to be a part of that portion of the women where I'm, I'm leading worship. Um, and I have a friend, Laren Gables, who's coming to play and a good friend, Emmy um, Ashay, who is going to be uh, um, singing with me. And we get to do worship. And through that, they're going to have ministry time where people are going to ask questions or to actually have prayer or just conversations that's going to help you actually it's not just let's have the discussion it's 
after the discussion, let's heal. So and good. so you're not just going out there in the world just thinking. Right. And so right. um, you can uh, you can go to Ashley Keys um, <laughs> um, social media. You can find her that way, or you can go to CBN or Regent University and get more information. I'm going to be posting about that cool. even more. And then after that, um, I have something at the end of the month, on the 26th, and the first of February, I'm going to be at Riverbend Church. Okay. Once for a woman's event in the daytime, which will be the first and then the 26th are having a worship night and I get to lead worship yeah. there. And I'm really excited about those. Yeah. Those are the things that are coming yeah. up in January. And okay. I need to post about those. Yeah, I haven't yeah, posted yeah. about my January it's, stuff. I know so, your yeah. dates are all Yeah, I there. normally have my dates, but so I don't do my good. dates she yet. She is all over the place, all over the map, honestly, uh-huh. which is so cool. <laughs> and um, right now I'm living vicariously through you when you go to other countries, but I know that that's going to change. Oh, uh, yes. And so I'm going to speak that I can't wait. I'm, yes. I'm going. just excited about it. And I was just in Mexico, but I'm looking to go to other yeah, places. Totally. And so I'm super pumped about that. And, and see to that. do something alongside you in the coming year. So. I, oh, yes. Oh, it's we'll going to be good. Can I share one more thing? Yeah. There's something that's coming up um, and would love for anybody who feels like they want to partner um, with me um, in this capacity. Um, I'm going to El Salvador. In Ooh, March. Yeah, I know. I'm glad you brought up yeah. El Salvador in March. And we're raising the funds to go to El Salvador. It's a missions trip, ministry trip, trip. we're going there and so I'm raising funds we have already which I'm super like God is so good and people that have been there have been very generous um, but um, we've raised already um, $1,170 and we're raised we're getting to $3,955 was the goal and so now we only have 2000 something left which I'm super geeked which I, there was have only been two posts about it because we've been so busy sure, with other things sure. but so I'm really grateful for that. So how you can partner is that you can definitely pray for us. Like really like those who feel led to please pray for us going and pray for that the heart of Christ would be known. And people really know that there's love out there and that there's answers for them through the love of Christ, the presence. Yeah. And the presence yes. will follow us and we will be very sensitive to them. That's important. And then second, if you want to give in any capacity, a monetary, nothing's too small, you can go to LLBYL.com um, and there's more information on that or you can cash up LL. Um, the dollar sign LLBYL. You'll yeah, give so, me all those. Links yeah, I, yeah, I can do. Oh, okay. Yeah. So for those who are listening, um, you can go into show notes and, and get all of the links for where you can find Demetria. All of that information. Um, I am super pumped. I likely will be at the Unhooked event, so I'm excited Yay. to see you guys there. And um, it's just such a pleasure. I mean, anytime we have a conversation, it could go mm-hmm. on forever and yeah. in so many different directions. Yeah. And like the fact that all of those things just aligned is just another <laughs> reminder. Like God, only God, because like literally, we don't prep for yeah. these conversations. Yeah. We don't know where they're gonna go. Um, it's whatever is like spirit led, and so it's it's so good to have you here and. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm grateful to learn just from the hour that we were together, but every time. So I love you so much. Hey y'all, I hope in today's episode, you sense an ignite to an ember within you, something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your wholeness journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at Fit and Faith. 
with the hashtag Fit and Faith Podcast so I can help you stay accountable. We're in this together, right? Community over competition is the motto. I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. Let's fuel the flame and share the gift of wholeness with everybody. Until next time, cheers to your health and happiness. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.